0: I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Many times we join a direct sales, network marketing, or social selling company in order to have more time freedom. We talk about this aspect often on the show, but what about when our businesses become just too much for one person to handle? I feel like there are lots of tools and systems that we can utilize to increase our effectiveness and productivity, but at the end of the day, our goal is to continually do income-producing activities instead of busy work. We all understand that busy doesn't always mean productive. Today, I'm sharing my conversation with Whitney Hofer. She is an online business manager who specializes in helping social sellers manage the workflow behind the scenes so they can concentrate on what really matters. Whitney provides a unique perspective to her clients because she's never been a social seller herself. She can offer her honest thoughts on different ideas as an ideal client or customer. If you're thinking, Someone who does this type of work must be super organized and detail-oriented. You would be right. Whitney describes herself as just that. We chatted about how you can lean into your strengths, whether you are a type A perfectionist or a disorganized hot mess. Both types see success in this business, and isn't that what makes our industry so magical? If after listening to our conversation, you are thinking to yourself, yes, I am ready to partner with an online business manager just like Whitney to help me grow my business and maximize my leadership, then check out the links in the show notes. I have a link to both her Instagram as well as her website. Check her out and see if she would be a great fit for you. Hello, Whitney. Thank you for being a guest on Directly Different this week. I can't wait to hear more about what you do to help direct sellers and social sellers. So to start off, will you share a little bit about you and your
1: family? Sure. Thanks for having me, Tiffany. So great to be here. So I live here in Kansas City and Tiffany and I made a little connection to Kansas City. She was born here. It's a great place. Um, and I've lived here my whole life, born and raised, um, which honestly I feel like is kind of rare these days to grow up and still live in the place that you were born. So something has kept me around. I just, I love it. I have always stayed near home. I went to the university of Kansas, which is less than an hour away from here. And that's where I met my husband, Derek. Um, we met my sophomore year in college and we're coming up on eight years of marriage which is crazy. Uh, We have a five-year-old daughter, Grace, who she'll be starting kindergarten this year, which I just, I can't quite think about yet. (laughs) My heart heart can't quite take it. So, but that's super exciting. And I also have a 19-month-old little boy, Grant, who is exactly like what you would think a 19-month-old boy would be (laughs) like. He's wild. He's climbing, he's into everything, but he's so sweet, loves his mama and um he's just the best little guy. So, oh, and I can't forget our four-legged fur baby, our first baby, um our 9-year-old pug, Newman. So, he pretty much rules rules the roost around here. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so cute. I love that name, Newman. That's so cute. Yes. I have also a fight my our youngest, she just turned 5 and she'll be going into kindergarten this fall and like you said i just can't even even though i've had two that have gone through kindergarten i have one that's getting ready to grad so again let's rewind a little bit i, I don't know what we were thinking when we had <laughs> so i have one that's finishing kindergarten this year so we have graduation coming up in a couple of months not ready for it then i have one starting kindergarten next year who'll be graduating okay. next year so i'm thinking what have i what have i done to my heart that's
1: i don't, I don't know roller coaster.
0: yes i know and then we'll repeat that senior year what was what were we thinking we weren't that's the thing and so uh but I, they are best friends so it works out perfect but at times like these i'm like ugh what well, what in the world i'm not my heart yeah. can't handle any of this but can't take it i know we're going to do it that's okay yeah so whitney tell us how you got started doing what you do actually i should say Will you tell us a little bit about what you do? Because then it will lead into so much fun conversation. So I can't wait. So tell us about what you do to help direct sellers.
1: Yeah. So I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, I started my business in 2019, started as a side hustle, quite honestly. So I'm coming up on three years in business. And of course, the number one piece of advice you get from coaches and and peers in this online service provider world is niche down and across other industries too, not just in the, in the online service provider world, but, you know, that was scary for me. And when I was first getting started, I didn't want to, of course, try to put myself in a box. I was like, I don't want to limit my options. I'm trying to get as much exposure as possible, which I realize now is the exact opposite of the way one should think. Um, but in February 2020, literally right before the world shut down, I started working with this amazing woman who actually found me. I think we we're in a mutual Facebook group. And she approached me to support her thriving direct sales business. She was growing. She was a top leader with her company. She had this big team. And she was managing a lot on her plate. So, of course, I jumped at this chance and just absolutely fell in love with what I was doing for her. I was helping her manage a bunch of her team stuff, things for her VIP group, uh, doing her emails, some social media here and there, and just really helping her manage a bunch of different aspects. Um, of her business. So about six months into that working relationship, I was obviously very ingrained in her business, taking care of a lot of different things. Um, I had my son somewhere in the mix there. So took a few weeks off, but came back, picked right back up where I left off. Um, And then shortly after that, I joined a coaching program and I'm actually still working with that coach today who I love and adore. Um, So of course the number one Thing on the to-do list was we need to niche down, Whitney. <laughs> you need to you need to pick a lane, and so immediately I was kind of like, I, I want to serve more people like this. I, I loved what I was doing, um, and I wanted to support more women in this industry. So that was that. I went all in, started connecting with women in direct sales. And was just helping support a wide array of women, and it was really taking off. And, you know, some of them were in the same company, but most were kind of all in different companies. Um, And I really loved it. So, as with anything, my role has really evolved. I, you know, I took on some clients that weren't necessarily a great fit. It it happens. I took on some work that I didn't love. I said yes to some things I probably shouldn't have. which I think every online service provider can attest to. Um, but I have to think that those, all those things were great learning experiences and, and led me to where I am now, which is an online business manager. And I say that this is a new like pivot for me, but really it's, it's just honing in even further on the things that I have enjoyed and loved doing. Um, and love doing the most. So I'm a manager at heart, even looking back on my corporate days, I was always in some sort of management role, I was the one making sure things got across the finish line, I was the implementer, I saw things through. Um, and I realized, you know, not everyone has that skill or wants to have that, that role. And I've just realized that that's truly where I thrive. I'm I'm a manager at heart. So that's kind of a backstory. (laughs) That
0: is so great. And that's great for people like me who don't have that heart, I guess, or that, uh, skill set that you have. So you are, you have never been in direct sales yourself as a consultant on the consultant side. So did you ever you know, was that something that you ever thought to yourself, like, oh, I'll never be part of something like that, or was it just you didn't you were neutral towards it, and then when you saw the back end of it and the the back side of it, I guess you should say you could say you were like, oh, there's actually a lot of parallel maybe between corporate life and direct sell, direct sales and social selling and and managing teams and businesses. Did you ever expect that you would be doing be in the direct sales industry no. in this capacity?
1: No, I didn't, (laughs) I was was exactly that, I was neutral. I didn't Mm. think one way or the other. Um, I think it's just, honestly, I think it was working with that first client back in 2020 that really opened my eyes to this opportunity and opened my eyes to like the underserved market and using my natural skills and management skill set and personality, it just kind of led me down this path.
0: Mhm. Now tell us about that natural skill set. Did you have you always been I know you mentioned your corporate days. So tell us a little bit about that. Like did did your manager position did that managerial mindset did that start in your corporate days or did that start when you were a toddler and you were, you know, <laughs> organizing things at the playground? Like tell us about how you came to be came to have that managerial mindset.
1: Yeah. Well, I I'm an Enneagram one, Mm. which if you know anything about Enneagrams, a one is very self-disciplined, very orderly. (laughs) We are most of the time our own worst critic. Um, I'm very scheduled and disciplined. I think my husband could attest to that. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) that's a positive and sometimes it's a negative. Um, But it's just, it's in my, it's in my blood. I love, holding people accountable. I'm, you know, I think my friends and family would say she's extremely dependable. And when she says she's going to do something she does, um, detail oriented, it just, it just makes sense. I think for, you know, where I am now and kind of everything that has, has come together, how it has just makes sense for just how I am naturally as a, (laughs) as a one. So,
0: and I, if you haven't guessed i'm not a one <laughs> i am more of well i am a nine i'm a nine so i'm kind of like oh, you know i am i can be a little bit waffly on sometimes and so it is what it is i'm a nine i embrace it i work through those challenges that i face as a nine just as you have challenges that you face as a one that you try yep. to work through you know and we all have different strengths yes so, Whitney, you have mentioned that you have two small kiddos at home. I would love to hear all of the ins and outs of what it's like to be a working mom. What is your childcare situation? How do you get things done, not only for your own business, but for other people's businesses? So, tell us about your experience as a working mom.
1: Yes. So, I. I am very grateful and lucky to have both my kids in school, um, full-time. So they are in school during the week. So I do have a lot of predictability given that. And I totally recognize that that is a gift that not a lot of people have. Um, it's a decision my husband and I made you know a while back and it just makes the most sense for our family dynamic but you know I treat this as it's very much my full-time job i don't necessarily sit at my desk from 8 to 5 every day because being the enneagram 1 that i am i'm very self-disciplined um you know i do get distracted from time to time of course as anyone does but it's 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 my full-time job and i treat it as that um i have a pretty regimented schedule of of how I accomplish, how and when I accomplish my client tasks. And, um, you know, that allows for a lot of flexibility, which ultimately is why I started this business. And I think a lot of um, direct sellers can attest to that, of why they got started. Um, flexibility is a huge thing. So not only do I have, you know, the client work that takes up a large chunk of my days, but I also have to factor in time that I spend on my own business, um, my content marketing, my prep for for work or for calls and meetings. Um, so it's definitely a balance, but I think what's helped me a lot is, is having certain days that I do certain things, time blocking, batching, um, and I really do try and shut off For the day, no later than five, it's usually like I'm forced to, um, I could easily work into the, into the hours of the night, but, um, you know, consciously shutting off before even just 10 minutes before my kids get home, before I kind of switch things off and go into mom mode to be most present with my kiddos. It's definitely a balance, but when you work and you live in the same place, it's (laughs) kind of hard to shut off sometimes, but um it, it is important to me to have that that differential differentiated time mm-hmm.
0: and that is a really important factor for direct sellers because like you said you know a lot of us join because oh you have time flexibility but then you have to learn how to balance that and how to you know be able to turn things off and how to be able to you know there there are so many parallels to the to what you do and to what we do and um You are, I think that's great that you do have that predictability of the kids being in school. And like you said, it's not, that's not everybody's story, but what you do is you, you are like the brains and the, the mechanism behind businesses. And so you have to have that uninterrupted time or else you don't get the job done for somebody that's counting (laughs) on you. And so that makes, I mean, that's, that is great. And I, I told my husband, um, our youngest who she started going to school, three days a week starting last year. And I told him, I said, this has done wonders for my mental health because just having the time where I know they're going to be in school. And of course, things come up school breaks. We have spring break next week, school breaks, half days, sick sick days, sick days. They'll call (laughs) home and be, Oh,
1: Uh I have a tummy ache or whatever. I'm like,
0: no. And of course there's, you know, there's things that come up of course. And that's just life. Mm -hmm. But knowing that on my calendar, I typically have a few days where I know I can get things done. It helps my productivity. It helps my, my mental health and it helps me be a better mom, honestly, because I can, I can get things done. that need to get done and then I can put it away and then be mom for the rest of the time. And so it is, it is a great balance and, uh, homeschool moms. You guys are amazing (laughs) moms with little, little, littles at home. You guys are incredible and amazing. Like, how do you guys do it? I don't know, but, but I've been there before and I'm sure you've been there before with, before they went to school and Mm -hmm. you just, you figure out, you just do it. it Yes. Yes. (laughs) You don't know how you just do it. (laughs) Exactly. And it's also is comforting too, to know, like, there's a new season coming. there's always a new season coming, yes. you know, around the corner and you can, you can get yourself through. <laughs> right? i feel, you know, i of course, the old ladies at the store, "oh, enjoy this. it goes by fast. it really does go by fast and it can be hard and that's okay." like i acknowledge that. i tell young mom friends like, "this is a really hard season. just yep. get through because yeah. a, a a new season is coming and it'll be it'll be fine. it'll work out. it's all okay."
1: That's so true.
0: So Whitney, will you tell us a little bit about what your typical client experience entails? Like what do you do when you bring on a new client that's in direct sales?
1: So first and foremost, I would say the most important thing that I try to do is make it abundantly clear to prospective clients and current clients, obviously, that I want to be a partner in their business. And this is where I think... The true delineation comes between someone like me and a general or just a virtual assistant. And this is no knock to virtual assistants. I was one. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not someone who wants to tick things off a to-do list. I want to actually help you manage your business, whether it's social media related, you know, team support, customer support, or email marketing. Um, you know, first off, I think people can come to expect that i get it i have over two years of experience working with these top leaders and i've seen a lot (laughs) and and yes of course they have come from different companies and every single one of them runs their business differently but i think between all of them i have seen a common thread and a common theme and that's they all want to grow they all they all want to grow their business and likely grow it faster than what they are currently at the rate they are currently going. And, you know, I've seen that what that truly takes is stepping out of so much management of their business to allow the margin to actually step more into leadership because doing that is really where they're going to see the opportunities and the possibilities. It's not in the day-to-day management. Of their business. So, you know, my, my big thing of course, is I want to help them reach their goals faster. I want to collaborate. I want to be someone that they bounce ideas off of. And it's so important to me that the work that I'm helping my clients with day in and day out is taking the needle and getting them closer to their business goals. So, you know, consistent checkpoints are really key for me to ensure that I'm, consistently supporting clients in the most effective way. And additionally, of course, I want my clients to reach their goals, but I also really strive to provide ease. They, I want them to look to me to be like, yep, Whitney's got it. I don't have to worry about it. I can focus more on leading and mentoring and growing my team and whatever it may be. Um, and that's truly where I get the greatest satisfaction is <laughs> like, she's got it. I don't have to worry about it. I know she's taking care of it.
0: That's so awesome. And I'm sure they breathe a sigh of relief when they see an email from you saying, I got that done. What's next? (laughs) So will you describe to us, you mentioned that you are an online business manager and not a virtual assistant. I guess I didn't realize that there was a difference. So will you share with us what is the difference between the
1: two? Yeah, I do. I do think there are some key differences and just, you know, I think every, online business business manager probably has their own opinions, but just from my experience, because I have been on both sides, a VA does tend to be a little bit more task oriented. And again, this is no knock to a VA. It's totally dependent on your goals and what you need for your business. Um, but they're more focused on checking things off a list, getting things off of, you know, across the finish line is their jam. Whereas an online business manager is really gonna work as your partner in business. Um, Implementation is a huge part of that, but also the strategy behind it. A VA tends to be very laser focused on each task that they need to accomplish. Whereas an OBM can kind of look more at, at the big picture and see kind of where holes are and kind of look at it from another view and give recommendations um, as it pertains to that. And typically a VA will probably have more clients that they work with. Often they're not super niche down in a specific industry or skill, whereas an OBM tends to work with fewer clients, allowing them to really dive deeper into the business. And typically they have a specialty, whether that be um, a service or an industry that they work within. A VA, they're an assistant. I mean, it's in the the title. They're focused um, and accountable of their own task list. And OBM is a manager, Um, stating the obvious here, but you know, they take the lead, they hold both themselves and their clients accountable and ensure that systems are running smoothly. So those are kind of the key differences that I see between the two.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Cause like I said, I thought, I assumed they were the same ish and (laughs) that there, there really are a lot of differences there. And so I think that is something that people need to consider when they are thinking of, okay, I can't do this on my own. I need some help should I look for a VA? Should I look for online business manager? You know, so that, that, that really, I'm sure that's helping people determine, you know, like, okay, what direction am I wanting to go? Like you said, is it, is it, do you need somebody to check off some tasks for you and get things done for you and, you know, in your place, or do you need somebody who's going to be able to be like, Hey, let's take this approach and let's try Mm -hmm. this and let's, you know, do go this direction with your strategy or whatever. So I think that's a really good, a really good way to describe the differences between you two. Yeah. Now, have you found it to be interesting to be on the side of, you know, where cuz I, I know a lot of people who are in the direct sales industry, they'll maybe you know, become a coach or become, you know, some kind of virtual assistant for other direct sellers because they have seen, you know, the, this side of it, the the consultant side of it. When you are with a client or you're chatting with a client or you're strategizing with a client, do you feel like you have that perspective of a customer or a team member? Because you know you you kind of are on that, not outside, I don't want to say outside, but you have like that outside perspective of being not a consultant. So do you feel like that helps you think in a different capacity than maybe they would think because they've just been on the consultant side?
1: Yes. And I think that a lot of Direct sellers really like that perspective. Mm. I've told that they really like that perspective, especially when it comes to when I support them um, with with social media type things. And if I'm helping them develop a strategy and develop messaging, um, I can give that perspective of like, okay, you're trying to recruit somebody because oftentimes I am their ideal client. Somebody like me is who they're after. It's a young mom who's active who has young kids. And so I can see, I can look at things through that lens and offer some insight there. So I think it, I think it does give me a, a unique position and perspective that my clients really appreciate. And, and it's, it's just another, you know, seeing it from another side that they don't necessarily see.
0: Mm -hmm. They probably say to you, okay, if you were reading this, (laughs) what would you think? That's probably the kind of
1: stuff they say to you. How does this come off?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because a lot of us as consultants, we have like these little like glasses on, you know, because we, you know, we, we have. You know, we see the scripts behind the scenes, or we see the corporate training, or whatever, or we hear what uh, everyone else is doing in in direct sales. And so, having your perspective would be super valuable to be like, "Hey, if you were in the opposite <laughs> shoes, what would you what would you think of this?" Of this yes. message.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm not trying to give an opinion on that,
0: and I I know they appreciate that because yeah. it's better you than a potential client or customer, exactly. a potential team member. It's like, oh, yikes. No. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. Whitney, I'm sure many listeners fall into one of two categories and this, it's very clearly determined <laughs> which one you're in and which one I'm in. But, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> they, I would say that most people struggle with either perfectionism or disorganization, kind of like opposite ends of the ends of the spectrum. And I know some people who are a hot mess can be perfectionist and that's why they are a hot mess. I get that. But just to be very basic, you have either super organized and perfectionist and type a, and then you have super disorganized and just hot mess. Doesn't know what she's doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you approach those dynamics? Cause you have, I'm sure you have clients that fall into, into, you know, some sort of spectrum of those two categories. How do you approach those dynamics in your business?
1: Yes, I've definitely seen both extremes or, and, or work with both camps of people. And you're right. Sometimes that person can be both things. They can like things to be a certain way and want a lot of control, but also feel like they're all over the place. And like, there's never enough hours in the day to get everything done. So first off, I really try to approach people with grace and understanding because Obviously, as someone who leans more towards the perfectionism side, I get that, you know, working with these top leaders who have built these big, successful businesses and teams, they've hustled, they've spent so much time and energy getting to where they are. And so it's understandable that someone would want to cling tight to their business baby, as I call it, you know, hustling and working long hours almost feels it's comfortable. It's what feels natural. Um, and I can totally relate to that, but I think there comes a time and a point in your business where you have to look into the future and look at what's coming next. And you have to really take a step back and look more discerningly at what is keeping you from achieving the things you want and, and, you know, what's keeping you from better serving and better leading. And I truly believe that it's margin. You have to have margin in your days and in your weeks to be able to grow and step out from behind all the management of your business. And, you know, for the person who maybe feels like they're very disorganized, maybe they've gotten to where they are and achieved great success sort of scrappily. Um, systems are your friend. And I think systems can sometimes be a intimidating word, but putting simple systems, which literally could be as easy as batching content on the Tuesday morning or, you know, prioritizing your most important tasks. Um, but overall, most people that I work with and talk to are, leaders. They really want to step more into that leadership role. They don't want to be in the back end and managing all the different parts of their business. And I always think that when we can lean more into our strengths and get support from people who can allow us to better lean into those strengths, it benefits everyone. And sometimes that's scary. Sometimes it might feel like a risk, but Having support from others in your business who are also on board with your vision and your goals is invaluable and it can only help you reach your goals faster. For me, I've had a virtual assistant in my business for over a year now she helps me and I can't tell you how resistant I was to this at first, again, the perfectionist, the control freak in me. Um, I just wanted my hand in every single thing, but now, I, I can't imagine not having her. She allows me, like I said, that margin to better serve my clients, um, to spend time on my business and my marketing. And it's invaluable. It's absolutely invaluable.
0: I love what you said that you have to have margin in your day in order to, in order to have that space to grow. How does somebody know, is that how somebody knows that they, you know, maybe need to look into getting help outside help with their business? Uh, You know, would you say it's just realizing that you can't do it all on your own and you need to create some margin here? Like how does somebody know they're ready to take on basically not an employee, but basically an assistant to help them manage their business and their, and their time and their, you know, their leadership and everything that they're doing. How do they know that they're ready for that next step?
1: Yeah, it's hard. Cause sometimes you're not, you're not always ready, (laughs) but I think when you reach a point and you have bigger goals, you want to grow further, you know, you can take things further, but there's just no, there's just no give. Um, I think that's a key indicator of like, okay, it's time to, to relinquish control a little bit, bring in some help. And that can always start small. Um, with a few key things but also if you're spending a lot of time on things that aren't necessarily income producing or if like i said if you're in the management back end management of your business those aren't necessarily revenue generators and you want to be focused on those revenue generators and and spending more time there Um, so really it's taking a good look at at where you're spending the most time Um, and if you can hand off a lot of those non-revenue generating tasks, I mean, that's, that's going to set you up for success. Truly.
0: Yes. And I think we do get caught up in all that busy work. I had a guest on that chatted about, she made a point saying, you know, I joined a direct sales business and I sat at my desk and I created folders of, you know, with pretty, graphics and pretty flyers in them. And I, you know, I created all these hostess packets and she's like, I was doing busy work. I thought I was, I thought I was working a business. She's like, but I was playing office. And I was, that stuck with me because I sometimes think like, am I just playing office right now? Or am I getting things done? And so I think it's so valuable that you, that somebody can, can realize like, okay, I'm spending way too much time doing this busy work, this playing office. I need somebody to take care of this, you know, Mm -hmm. This, these necessary tasks, but things that are not bringing in the income or allowing me to, to develop the relationships I need to, need to develop and connect with people I need to connect with. And so those are where my business is going to grow. So I need somebody to take over for me with those things exactly. that are behind the scenes. And so I like that. You are a valuable part of so many people's lives, which is, I'm sure that's very, like you said, it's very satisfying to you and it's very fulfilling. I'm sure. I, I'm sure that you just
1: Absolutely. get so much joy
0: from, you know, okay, today is done. <laughs> I did a great job. I love that. I love that. Any more most of that days. my my <laughs> Yeah. yeah most right. Right. Sure. Most days. <laughs> so Whitney, how can people get in touch with you if they are wanting to learn more about you and the services that you offer?
1: Yeah. So Instagram is probably the best way to get in touch. It's where I spend the most time. It's where I hang out. I I'm pretty active in my stories and on my feed and you can find me my handle is just whitney.hofer and you can also find me on my website. (laughs) My website address is www.whitneyhofer.com and you can see kind of more in depth about the scope of services that I offer and, um, just a little bit more about me.
0: That's awesome. And I will definitely put all of those links in the show notes for people to follow you and to get in touch with you about what you can offer them as an online business manager that specializes in social selling. So awesome. Mm -hmm. What a, what a cool niche. I'm glad you did niche down and find that because (laughs) it is a necessary thing because a lot of times, and I know we're kind of going back to what we talked about previously, but a lot of times, you know, we start our businesses, like this is something you can do from home that you can, so flexible working the nooks and crannies, but then sometimes it grows into something much bigger than that. And you find yourself like, I'm supposed to be able to do this in five minutes a day, but I can't do that anymore. And it's, that's great. And that's what you, that's the dream truly. But sometimes it just takes some, takes some help from the outside (laughs) to get us to where we want to go. There's no shame
1: in that. (laughs)
0: No, that's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and sharing more about your business and what you do, Whitney. It was so great chatting with you. Thank you for having me. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing.